Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Get a good bookkeeper. Because this is the time when you should be gathering data. You need the data. I need to know if what I'm doing is making me progress toward or away from my goal and how I can tweak my behavior based on that data. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy podcast. Today's going to be a good one for you. If you're taking the big leap into a business, if you already have a business, these are things that you're not going to want to miss. You're going to learn the fundamentals of your business that most people get wrong. This is like the most important foundation that you can lay along with how to scale, how to know your numbers, how to make sure that you're getting the help that you need in your business around the things that maybe you're not good at. I know that I needed this help. I know I hired this help out. I know that this podcast is going to be exactly what you need to make sure that you feel good about every aspect of your business and your finances. And you guys, Shannon Weinstein is on my show today, who I absolutely love talking to. She's like a total comedian, which is so much fun and so rare for somebody in her position. You guys, Shannon is a CPA, CFO, and strategist for small business owners who want more perspective and less paperwork when it comes to their finances. Her company... Financial Solutions offers accounting, tax strategy, and coaching delivered from the heart of a teacher. Her real-life relatable examples make the financial side of business less daunting so you can focus on serving your customers, which is exactly what you do best so you can get in your zone of genius. She's the host of Keep What You Earn podcast and a frequent speaker in masterminds and business communities. Don't skip this one, you guys. Truly, if this is something that kind of freaks you out or makes you nervous, I promise you, we're going to get all of your power back today. Are you ready? Let's go.
Shannon. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, of course. I'm excited to be here, Lori, and talk to you. Oh my God. You guys, today is going to be such a great, empowering day for you and your business. Because I don't care what your background is. I'm pretty sure that we all want more money, want to make more money, and want to keep more of our money. And the only way to do that is to work with and listen to experts. So today we have an expert on Shannon who has just helped so many of the people that we know as well. We have an incredible podcast called Keep What You Earn. I love that title. And you're doing like five episodes a week now? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's my, it's honestly my favorite part of my business now. Oh my God. Like, why do you think that is? A, I'm a verbal processor. I do much better talking <laughs> through stuff, but it's also like my tone and my like sense of humor comes across on the platform because most accountants are not funny or have a personality. <laughs> so it's actually really fun to not just have to have the words speak, but to actually add tonality and humor and other things into it and infuse that and have people listen to the way I would explain it and teach it. So it's really, it's my favorite way to deliver content. Okay, I love this. So why don't we start by telling everybody exactly what it is that you do? So, I mean, obviously I help entrepreneurs keep more of what they earn, grow their business. And how I do that is I'm a fractional CFO and tax strategist working with entrepreneurs. And and I also have a complete arm of my business on education to make financial education more accessible to early stage entrepreneurs. And that's honestly one of the most favorite things I do because I'm totally a teacher at heart. Mm. Okay. So, you know, the idea of a fractional CFO was new to me and I, mm-hmm. I use a fractional CFO and I absolutely love it. And I know that you are freaking epic as well. And I have friends who use you as well, but let's explain that concept, what that is even. Cause some people, I still don't think people know what it is. And I can't honestly say I would have known what it was either if I didn't ask. And I don't think most accountants know what it is. Some people (laughs) self-identify as a fractional CFO. Someone says, what that, what is that? And we go, I do stuff. I don't know. So <laughs> Here's how I explain it. So a fractional CFO is somebody who you consider on your board of directors at the table, someone who is an influence in your business from a financial perspective can look at things through a financial lens and advise you. So if you look around the room, if the people you surround yourself in this kind of boardroom of your business, you want to have somebody who is a financial expert. So that is the seat that I would fill. And it basically includes high level overview of looking at the data and figuring out how to turn that into decisions. Mm. So it's more of the strategic oversight of your business finances. Yes, it can include the tactical, the bookkeeping, the accounting, the reporting, and those types of deliverables. But the real deliverable is in strategy. And frankly, a lot of mindset and coaching, which I think Mm. goes unnoticed in that profession is I've turned into a business life coach sometimes with when it comes to money and finances. I can definitely say that 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 was the most surprising and delightful part of hiring a fractional CFO sooner than I actually thought that I needed one. And it has been how involved you guys are in the process. Like, it's honestly, I don't think people can afford to wait to do it truly, especially if you really have hopes of scaling your business quickly. I think it's one of the quickest things you can do. I think I want to start there because people listening to this might be like, well, I'm not ready for that. Or I'm Mm -hmm. not a numbers person. Like, you know, when do I, it's almost intimidating sometimes if you're in the beginning, or even if you're in the first couple of years to be like, well, now I'm almost embarrassed about my numbers because I don't know them. Like there's so many things that stop people. So tell me about when should we hire someone and why hiring someone is so powerful towards the beginning? 100%. I'm going to share a quick story with you about someone who hired me and lied to me on their form. So it was really funny. (laughs) You're not going to find, I love this. (laughs) They submitted the form on my website and and they knew that on my website, it says, you know, it's ideal for business owners making 750K and above. Because I realized that this is when people can theoretically quote unquote afford it, right? Mm -hmm. So she had not even made her first 100K yet, but she wrote what her aspiration was on the form. And I took the call and I knew this person through a friend of a friend, right? And she took the call and she said, I'm going to hire you. And I needed you to take this call because I just started my business and I want to be a half a million. I want to be a million dollar business. And I want the advice that is in the ears of 500K business owners right now. Wow. And I was like, that is epic mindset. Like, wow. So she said, I hired a business coach, a fractional CFO and a lawyer. And I am just going all in. I'm prepaid all of them for a year. And I said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to commit 
And I'm going to have the advice in my ears that people that are higher higher level than me are getting. And I was like, whoo, wow. Okay. I support this. And uh, I've been working with her for a year now and it's been amazing. And to answer your question, Lori, I think, how do you know you're ready? Right? Like for her, she was ready. And it was a mindset thing. There wasn't a dollar sign. It was when you are ready. So for me, it's when you want to make it a priority. And that is up to you. And that is up to where you see your business. But on a more tactical level, I would say you want to have an offer that's proven. Like I have an offer I'm monetizing. Mm -hmm. It's doing well. I just feel like I need to unlock a next level. I feel like I'm, I've exhausted a lot of things I know how to do. And I need someone to tell me what I don't know. I need somebody to reveal to me what I'm not seeing, cover my blind spots. Maybe I'm wasting a lot of money in certain types of costs and I don't see it. Or maybe I'm not prioritizing my time effectively and that's costing me money. Like it's not just about the money. It's about all the things that contribute to your financial performance and how do we actually diagnose and treat what's happening in your business. And I think that as as soon as you know you want to grow and scale and that's your goal, that's when you have to start entertaining the idea of, who can I get on board that will advise me on the number side so I can make sure I'm measuring my success and my progress? Mm. I love this too, because in the beginning, a lot of times, maybe we don't have a lot of team members around us. And I really love how you can act a bit as a, as a, as a confidant, as a team member, as someone to process with, yeah. you know, as someone as well, what is really cool about the fractional part is that you're also in other amazing businesses. Like you're learning about what they're doing simultaneously to also helping them. And that's what I find about the fractional part to be so cool is that it's not just that this person is working with you. I find it to be a superpower strength that they are also in other businesses because you get to take like, hey, this is working over here or we found this shortcut or we found this awesome way to save money. And you know, we think that it could cross over into what you're doing. And so you're really getting like the best of, it's a little bit like having a little bit of a a business mastermind without having it when you hire different fractional people is what my experience has been. Yeah, you have an accidental spy. (laughs) So true. (laughs) It's so true. And it's funny because you can share those secrets without sharing about people's businesses. Like you can know what's helping people and know that this could be, you know, that this could work over here without having to reveal, well, this person's business is doing this or that. Like you can, you can be able to share some trade secrets without sharing about those people's businesses, which is so awesome. Exactly. So there's a myth that it is literally going to cost you an arm and a leg to get really good help. So can you tell me like somebody right now is listening and they're like, that's it. I've got that mindset. I totally feel abundant. I want to work with you. I know that, you know, I'm going to be able to scale, but. But the invoice comes. What is, yes, that's (laughs) literally the voice that always comes in no matter what. What does it even look like to a business to work with someone like you? Yeah, it, it varies so greatly. And I think that one thing that people always assume especially when you're a newer entrepreneur, if you're in your first couple of years, you think, oh, hiring an accountant, that is out of my reach. That is for the future. I'll do that when I make money. I'll do that when I insert milestone here, right? But it's this chicken and the egg thing where I'm like, well, how are you going to get there mm-hmm. if you don't know how to measure what you're doing, right? So it's this back and forth, but there, there is an easier way. So number one, for the first couple of years, at least you have to have a really good bookkeeper because you have to have really good data Otherwise, if you want to make that data into decisions, you're not going to have good data. Therefore, the CFO is not going to be much use to you. And we're not going to have really good decisions out of that. So the the foundation is always really good bookkeeping. So you're hiring a professional, you know, getting somebody in your corner as soon as possible. Like you said, Lori, like you want to have somebody as soon as possible building a relationship with you, understanding Mm -hmm. your business, understanding the direction you're going in, your mission, your values, the things that make you you. And then it makes their job so much easier as you get bigger and as you grow, that they can grow with you and they're already in the rhythm. They know exactly what you're doing. And then you can layer that. People don't, they think they, oh, I'm going to hire a fractional CFO from day one and that's going to cost me an arm and a leg. It doesn't have to. You can just layer it with a bookkeeper. Maybe it's a bookkeeper reviewing your stuff quarterly. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's you doing it yourself with a little bit of training and they look at it quarterly. Then they start looking at it monthly. Then, you know, you add a a tax pro on top of that to advise you because now you have tax situations to, you know, control and to, you have to strategize and, you know, minimize your taxes. Then it's, okay, I'm ready to grow. I've got the, the infrastructure. I've got the elements here. I'm ready to grow and scale. What people think is, oh, I'm not ready to, to do all that yet, but you can start smaller and you can grow into it. 
Okay. And there's so many, I feel like we should touch on just a couple more things that I feel like you guys really do well. Mm -hmm. Do you also help, let's say someone hires you and they're like, Hey, I don't even know where to start with my numbers. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. even know what a normal goal would be. Like, right. Do you help people kind of lay that whole foundation of, okay, well, what would feel reasonable? Like, can you kind of tell me Mm -hmm. what that all looks like when you're first getting set up? If they're like, look, I'm, I'm actually intimidated by the thought of hiring you because I wouldn't even know what to tell you my first goal is or based on what we're doing. Let's talk about that. That's my favorite. I actually just got off a call for 90 minutes with a goals discussion because we're entering the end of 2022. And my favorite part of the year is goal setting for 20, for the new year, because it gets the entrepreneurs to ideate and to sit in there like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to accomplish. And one of the things I challenge people on, and this is fun, is I say, what's your goal? And they're like, 2 million in revenue. I'm like, why? And they're like, I don't know. I just feel like I should be able to say that. Like, I just want to yeah. be able to say I made that. And I go, no, no, no. What's the goal? Right. That might be the metric. What's the goal? And they're like, oh, and we really unpack it. And what we really unpacked was, I want to spend more time with my kids. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the goal. So how can we measure progress towards that? And mm-hmm. then what has to happen for that needle to move? And then what has to happen until we get to the, what is the five whys? And then mm-hmm. we finally get into how much revenue do you have to make in order to accomplish this, in order to be able to do this? And when you can connect a real life goal that you can see, feel and touch with a financial goal that it becomes way more powerful than the vanity metric of, I just want to say I have a seven figure business. And I'm like, well, then if you don't achieve that, you're not going to be heartbroken. Nothing's going to change about your life. You're going to go, uh, we'll try again next year. What is something where you have stakes? What is something where you, where it matters to you? And Mm -hmm. let's quantify that and measure that in terms of what can you do on a day-to-day basis? And what can we turn dollar signs into about that? that will connect this goal because that's what it's about is helping the entrepreneur reach their goals. But people don't realize that the goals I'm talking about are spending more time with their kids or being able to volunteer more, being able to donate X percent to charity. You know, these are the types of goals that we're talking about and we're actually planning out in forecasts. Mm. So the reason that I am so obsessed with that is because I've had years where I have gone, I've made this huge goal that actually does not align with the way that I want to lead my life. And it's taken outside people to ask me those, like that exact question, like, because those aren't necessarily the things that we ask ourselves. We set this goal because we're like, that sounds good. This person's doing that. And then I've had years where I have way under set the bar for myself. And people are like, okay, let's assess where you're at. Let's assess your audience size, your email size, your like what you've done before. And I'm like, oh my God, that was one of the most empowering experiences of my life to go, I set this bar so low because I didn't take into account, no pun intended, like all of the things that you take into account. And that's why I, I hope anybody listening who isn't maybe like detailed in this arena can see why having an outsider perspective can really help you just feel more grounded and like grow a more sustainable business. And, you know, maybe even see the places that even if if you do want to set the bar lower for any reason for more time with the kids or let, whatever that looks like, or if someone's goal mm-hmm. is less time with the kids, just kidding. Um, <laughs> like it. we're going to move that up if you want less time with the kids. Okay. Yeah. But that's why this is just like, it's quite mind blowing to me because if it's not, if having a CPA or an accountant has like not been in your realm before, just from personal experience, from going from not being in that arena at all to now making sure that that's like in every step and plan that I take, it's a very different approach. And I feel so much more empowered. And I can't believe that I went yeah. years feeling as freaking scared as I did around money. So okay. I, I totally get it. And there's another thing too. So I know Okay. Like hashtag not sponsored, nothing. I love growth day. Okay. Listen, Mm. I love growth day and I love the journal prompts. And here's the thing that Brendan does excellent with the journal prompts is he, I took those questions because they're brilliant and I flipped them into business for my clients. Like, what would you tell yourself if you were your own coach today? What did you appreciate about today? What did Mm. like those evening reviews that he does? right? I said, that's a perfect year in review for my clients. What did you do well this year? What do we want to change next year? And what you do is, again, it turns into life coaching. And when you have that outside perspective, just to ask the one question you needed to poke that needle in the nerve and go, Ooh, that's the question. Like, that's what we're trying to accomplish. So I I totally get that. Oh my God. So 
just better questions, you guys. Like Mm -hmm. just even from the things that you just said, I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so much underneath there that we're not looking at that can make us feel really disempowered that just by having somebody else kind of hold your hand in a friendly way, like, hey, we're going to go look at this together. I know that you haven't been wanting to and it's scary, but we're literally, that's what it feels like. It just feels Mm -hmm. like, okay, we're going in together and I've got somebody that no matter how ugly this situation is, that's how you begin to get you know, your arms around it. So it's one of my absolute favorite things. And I love this podcast for that reason. Okay, so let's break another myth. All you need is a tax person once a year. Let's talk about this. Oh yeah, the April 15th one night stand. (laughs) Yeah, spoiler, accountants don't like the you up text on April 14th, guys. (laughs) I've gotten one too many of those before. No, seriously, I went through a phase and I think we all do. I actually called it my tax hoe phase because like, you can actually go through this like uh, like this yes to everyone. I will do your taxes. I will do your taxes. But here's the thing, guys. I mean, like real talk from somebody who does it and, and accountants will never tell you this. They're not saving you any money when they do, do your tax return. They're mm. just publishing the story. Mm. They're not co-authoring it. They're just publishing it. So that you hand them all those documents and they put those numbers onto their software and that spits out a tax return that you sign and it's very transactional, right? Yep. And... Most people just do that and they think they have an accountant that is supposed to be there to save them money. But all you've paid for is that April 15th hookup. Mm. Like that's all you're invested in. You are not wifey material. (laughs) You are not, right. You are just that person that they are going to do the taxes for and then move on most of the time. Hopefully you have somebody who you can meet with year round and you have a better relationship. But my whole mission is like, you deserve better than that. Like you can Mm. have an advisor in your pocket. You can call, you can text. It's possible. And a lot more accountants are moving to that model where it's year round strategy, planning, and actually co-authoring the story while the ink is still wet and you can change the ending. So that's the whole idea is minimize your taxes by actually changing the ending, not just by publishing the story year after year that you're writing. Okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot and you probably can't talk numbers, but do you feel like most people who hire accountants or yeah, CPA accountants, same Mm -hmm. thing, right? Kind of, CPA is licensed, right? But accountants is kind of broad, yeah. What is the difference first before I ask this question? Great question. People confuse this all the time. Accountants is like saying doctors. Okay. And then a CPA is is like surgeons okay, or something. So like, it's like doctors is the most broad term, but it's like, what do you need? A dermatologist, a podiatrist, a pediatrician, a plastic surgeon, a brain surgeon? Like there's different specialties. You can be a CPA and never do taxes. You can be, it doesn't matter. It's all about specialties. Like there's only so much we can learn in four years, guys. Mm. (laughs) So you have to uniquely look for what you're trying to find. So saying I need an accountant is like the most broad based Mm. general. You have to niche down into what problem are you trying to solve? And we can find someone to solve that for you. So I'm really glad you asked that. Oh, I mean, that's a major difference. I'm not going to go to mm-hmm. my my family physician for my facelift, you know? Exactly. All right. <laughs> okay, so, okay. For the question around hiring a CPA, mm-hmm. do you feel like within the first year that it's it's usually a really good one can kind of be a wash for what you pay them? Can they save you the money or help you make more money? And I know you can't make claims, but that, that is, is a, a curious question. statement. Well, so that make that make that has assumptions, right? Like the yeah. first year, how well did you do? Because if the first year you made like 500K, that happens, right? Yeah. The first year you can blow up and make multiple millions. And I'm like, okay, now we're now we're playing. I look at the the revenue and the and the profit as like clay to mold. I go, I can make more things out of more clay. But when you give me this little Play-Doh, I'm like, okay, there's only so much I can do with this. I can do something with it, but it won't be worth the time. So we got to have stuff to play with. So I usually say, if you're making, here's what I'll tell you. If you are making $50,000 or more in your business profit, which is revenue minus expenses, so after expenses, if you're making $50,000 or more, then there is a tax strategy that you can take advantage of that will save you four or five figures. Mm. So that is the threshold where I go, you have to start calling people and getting on board with some tax strategy because that's really the point where I would stage an intervention and say, hey, you need to talk to someone because you could be leaving money on the table. Hey, y'all, if you didn't know, Earn Your Happy is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. This is so exciting to me because I have been looking for a really good home for the show for 
I can't even tell you, years, literally. And now I've finally been able to come together and collaborate with other people who have incredible shows and I want to share them with you. One of the shows is Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. And you guys, if you don't know about the beginning of my career, I literally started with Brennan Bouchard's work. It's how I launched one of my very first online courses and membership sites was because he gives so much advice that you can integrate and implement immediately. And that's what you're going to get on the show. Not just motivation, but you're going to learn exactly how to get your stuff out in the world. And not just that, but Brennan runs in the most incredible group of humans who are really doing the thing out in the world that you want to be doing. So go check it out. Go subscribe to Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. I promise you this is going to be one of those shows that no matter when you tune in, you're going to get value. Like it's not one of those that you're like, God, I listened for 30 minutes and I didn't get what I wanted. Like from the beginning, you're going to get something that changes your life or changes your business. So go check it out. Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. I know you're going to love it. I'm obsessed. Okay. That is that is so good to know and so clear. Okay. So one more myth. You can mm-hmm. afford to wait until you're making money to lay the financial pieces in place. Yeah. That's the big one is I'm not making enough money yet to, you know, to hire the accountant or to set up a separate bank account or to get the LLC or to get the the building blocks all in place or to have like QuickBooks, right? And it's so funny because I'm like, QuickBooks is 25 to 40 bucks a month. The accountant is probably going to be a couple hundred bucks a month if they're really involved. Mm. It could just be a couple hundred bucks a quarter. And then it's like, it's so funny because the myth is that all this stuff costs a lot of money and you want to wait. And I think there's more to it than that. I think there's actually a block in there that it's not just the price point because in the grand scheme of things, people spend way more money in their first year on other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not a priority. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it, people blame the prices, people blame all this other stuff. And I go, it's just not a priority for you. And I get that. But there's an order of operations here where I go, but if you had, like, if you understood what this would give you in terms of a superpower or in terms of a a weapon in your business, then it would be worth it. Everyone always looks back and goes, I wish I hired that person sooner. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason because they realize what the value is and they go, oh, if I had only gotten this value six months sooner or 12 months sooner in my business, I could have unlocked a lot more. I think that's a lot of like what you said, Lori, like had I known sooner that this person existed or what they could do for me, I would definitely have brought them on board. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's I, I'm so glad everybody's listening to this now. Hopefully they cannot make the same <laughs> mistakes that we made. And now Chris and I are all about like, as much help as we can bring in around our money, the more just, I mean, it is, it's actually crazy what is out there to help you save money, invest money, learn more about money that that like we would never have access to unless we had hired people. And then those people introduce us to other people that are doing cool, unique things or investments or ways to save or, oh my gosh, it's actually, it's crazy because the more, the more money that you make, the more you have to know about this. And the more money that you make, the more more money you're probably wasting. Yeah. The more money you make, the more is at stake. I like that. That's Mm. so good. Okay. So let's talk about some of the blocks. Like when, I'm sure there are people listening who've maybe had like a a past bad experience or they're like, oh, I I didn't really like experience that to be good or save money. Or I felt like that person didn't really offer the help that I needed, or maybe they didn't even help that much. What are some of the things that you feel now? Because I do think that there's, I think you're a very new school CPA, like a really, you don't operate, you don't talk like what we expect you, Mm-mm. you do a whole lot more in my personal opinion. It's very like holistic from a business perspective of mm-hmm. what you do. So let's kind of talk about maybe someone's past beliefs and how we can, we can bust those around, you know, having this in your life. Yeah, I, I think So what I see most often is the token story I hear is I went to a guy who looks like my dad or knows my dad or went to school with my dad and (laughs) like has a, an office that's full of 1970s furniture and a suit. Like we all can picture who this person is, right? Yep. And it's like, that's my accountant. Like we trust their expertise. So like, I want to, as we're kind of uncovering the block here, I want to like 
just open your eyes up to the fact that up until now, accountants sold information. Mm. Okay. We used to sell information. I was trained up until like maybe when I was in college, it was accountants sell information. My dad was an accountant and he sold information. So it was like for my dad's generation, it was you're giving away information. Like that's all you have. Mm. Like that's what they buy. Yep. And it's shifted. And now they're buying implementation. They're buying results. They're buying the feeling of knowing that they feel better about all this stuff. So I will give away information all day, every day. And that's the whole philosophy of like the new school is all of us like millennial CPAs are going, sure, like you can Google this crap. So why can't, why can't I just explain it to you in plain English? Cause you can Google it and spend three hours trying to translate it into plain English. Or I could just kind of give you the bullet points. And that's powerful. Like that's valuable for people to save time and to create convenience. And I just think the value has shifted. And that's why it's different when you say holistic approach. It's more like, let me meet you where you're at and and kind of help you get on board with this. The law hasn't changed, but how we talk about it does and mm-hmm. how we teach it does. And, and that's why it's really important to find someone that you can relate to, that you can have a conversation with and that you actually look forward to talking to. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like going for, to a root canal of a dentist. I know. But if you cannot set yourself up assuming that, actually put it out there, like manifest it, whatever it is. Like I'm going to find a CPA or an accountant that I would have coffee with, that I would have drinks with, that I would invite to a wine bar and chill with. We exist. Mm -hmm. You know, we totally exist. And it doesn't have to be that guy or that, like I say that guy, you know what I mean? But it doesn't have to be that personality or someone you don't look forward to or an obligatory meeting. It can Mm -hmm. be something you actually enjoy. So Mm -hmm. I just want to like shift that for people and say, you can find an accountant that really jives with what you want. And you, ha- and you have a choice on who you work with. Mm. I absolutely love men. I'm the first person to say it. But sometimes when you're already intimidated around money, we can have, yeah. I know that I have had old stories around men and money. So for me, being able to have my first like big experience and approach in my business of feeling empowered, one of the biggest things was to be able to talk with a woman for me mm-hmm. because there were a lot more emotions involved for me than I even noticed when I talked to my husband. He can be very cut and dry. And because I was also working through, you know, money stories and just different things around around my business and, and being in a business now completely on my own, I really felt so empowered being able to talk to a woman and be able to include those feelings and process in a way that I could process all of my feelings and not separate them because I, they do get intertwined, right? They get intermixed. Mm-hmm. And, and that's been really powerful. Even just, even just hearing you talk, like looking at it from that perspective of like, okay, let's look at everything. And that, that makes me want to kind of go into the next question of a lot of people give away their financial power. They just literally say, okay, I'm, I'm not a numbers person. I'm terrible with this. It stresses me out. Just take it, whatever. I'll go over here and do this thing. You go over here and do this. Like, what do we need to do in order to truly like have our arms around our business if we are freaked out by it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the metaphor I always use is like, you're driving on the, the road, right? And you don't know where you're going because it's a business and like there's uncharted roads, unpaved roads ahead of you, right? That you're going, yeah. I don't know where I'm going. And everyone's, you know, there's probably a bunch of voices telling you what to do, right? Yeah. And you hire this person. You hire this financial person to like advise you, but you give them the steering wheel. And then you just jump in the trunk and shut it. <laughs> and you go, take me where I gotta go. Yep. And you don't you don't even get involved. Mm. You're not even in the back seat. You're like nothing. And then you come out the other side and you go, where the hell are we? And you're even more nervous because now you don't know where we've been. You don't know what's happened. You don't know the history. You haven't been along for the ride. Mm-hmm. I see this so often. People come to me and they'll say, I really haven't been involved and I have no idea what my accountant did, but I just feel like I, it's, I, feel like I don't get it. I feel like they're doing something I don't like, but mm-hmm. I can't even tell you because I haven't even looked at it. Mm-hmm. And that is, I, I don't want anyone to be in that position my best advice, and I'm not saying anyone's doing anything bad if you can't see it, but I'm saying you have to be engaged and involved in some degree so that you're along for the ride too, because it is your business at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So what you want is to be on that steering wheel. You want somebody in the passenger seat with the GPS, with the map going, hey, there's going to be a ton of speed bumps coming up here. So you might want to slow down a little bit. Hey, there's a cop about two miles away. So like, (laughs) take it easy. Right. So like if you had somebody to go like in the passenger seat, telling you what was going to come up a mile or two down the road, 
Like that's insanely valuable. Uh And that's what I'm talking about is you have to keep the wheel, but like get a really good navigator. Okay, so this is so huge. And I just want to share from like literally my experience of a couple things that have happened. So someone like you has the experience from helping someone else in another business to go, hey, this is what can come up after you, you know, launch. Have you thought about this? Because you're going to be wanting to be putting money over here for marketing or for, you know, certain things with marketing or you're really... If you hit this number that you want, you're going to need to do another hire. Have you thought about what that's going to look like and how much you need for that? Like, yes, there's all of these things that you don't, you, I mean, there's a million things like that, that they can get on your radar and then you can be prepared and you don't feel, you don't feel like sideswiped. Like that's some of the ways that I felt in different businesses is I'm like, wait a minute, but I wanted to do this, but we can't do that now because over here, I just wasn't even thinking that this was coming yet. So yeah, there's a million reasons whether you are not hitting your goals that they can really help you through that or whether you're really, you're crushing it. Like honestly, so many people think that they want to scale really quickly, but that is one of the scariest places to be without help is when you're scaling really fast and it's like, you don't have somebody to help you be like, Hey, um, this could all get, you know, completely torn from under your feet exactly. if you don't know how to sustain this and what's coming. So yeah. that, that is so huge. Okay, so and, for somebody... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. And, and you know, one more thing is uh, with tax savings, for example, too, right? Mm-hmm. So what I've actually... This is a really crazy breakthrough I had this year was that I was selling tax strategy services and I was like, everyone's paying for tax savings. So I have to really focus on making sure I'm saving the most in taxes. And what I realized was nobody this year, Lori, has asked me, how much have you saved me so far in taxes? Hmm. Nobody has asked me that. Of course, hmm. we're saving we're saving them a bunch, but nobody has been like up my you-know-what asking like, hey, how much have you saved me? How much have you saved me? What I realized was what they're doing is they are seeing a ton of value in me just predicting and going, hey, this is where we're at and this is how close we are to the target tax savings goal. And then this is what we need to do. And hey, by the way, you might wanna pay yourself more in salary because we're getting a little low here. Like just giving them the dashboard of here's where we're at and giving them a prediction of your tax bill is going to be, say, $4,000. If I tell you that right now, you're like, cool, yeah, I have to pay. But it'd be better to know that now, four months before the deadline, than the night before it's due and be like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So it's taking the surprise out of the surprise tax bill. And I realized the surprise was the pain point, not mm-hmm. the bill. <gasps> That's so interesting and so true because it's the difference between, wait, that money's spent and, oh, I'm going to put it away now. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Very, very different feeling than that one. So, okay. For anybody listening, let's see if we can give anybody just some, you know, if there's anything that if you sat down with somebody who's maybe newer in the business, one to two years, what's some advice that you feel like right now you could give them that might even just like help them save money or look at something that they wouldn't think of looking at that could really help them? Yeah. I go back to the grounding and like get a good bookkeeper because this is the time when you should be gathering data. It's like trying to, I mean, you know this from fitness and, and me, I was in fitness for 10 years. It's trying to do a competition or trying to do a weight loss journey without a food journal. Mm-hmm. Like you need the data. I need to know if what I'm doing is making me progress toward or away from my goal and how I can tweak my behavior based on that data. It's the mm-hmm. exact same discipline. So that type of same discipline, if you treat dollars like calories, And I always find it so ironic that people who are really good at the calorie side of this are not good at the dollar and vice versa. (laughs) But it is the exact same discipline. (laughs) That is so funny. It's really funny because the mindset has to be the same and the discipline is the same. But I I have yet to, maybe I'll do some type of thesis on this. Like, why can't someone master the both? Like, I don't understand it. But anyway, the, the advice I have for a new entrepreneur is getting a really good bookkeeper, getting your data really solid and starting to look at it frequently so that you're normalizing the data and normalizing looking at it and the scorekeeping, if you will. If you're like me, I do like scorekeeping mentality all the time. Mm. Uh, But measuring progress, measuring results and measuring yourself and going, okay, I'm better than I was last month. I'm better than I was last quarter. And you won't know that until you have numbers in front of you that just tell you that story. And I think that that will help kind of minimize the overwhelm of looking at numbers and not knowing how to read them is just piece by piece, pick a metric, follow it, and then Mm -hmm. pick another one. And I think it just opens your mind up a lot more. 
It's really huge. And I'll share that I, I never tracked my podcast numbers ever before probably this last year and a half. So it was always a shock to me when the once a year I was like, wait, we're growing. Except I was like, what would actually happen if I paid attention? And I'll tell you that when I started paying attention and asking and getting those updates, I did different actions in Mm. order to grow more. And we started growing more and we started growing faster as well. And it's because I know how to shift my actions according to the data that I'm getting back. And I think that I, I don't know if I was like, oh, I don't want to pay attention to it because I don't want to get caught up in them. Well, of course, that's like a bit of a dance, right? Is is there anything that you have around that? Like if people are like, oh, I don't like to look at it because I don't want to get caught up in them. Or do you have any exercises around that that can help people feel balanced around that? Yeah, I mean, like, and it depends on what you mean by caught up in it, right? Like we don't want you to obsess over it yeah, and like then obsessed. like assign worth to it and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, right? Because it literally is dollar worth. So you have to be really careful with assigning personal worth to those numbers, True. just like you do with the scale. You know what I mean? You have to distance yourself from the metric and go, that is not my identity. That is a today number and it will change tomorrow. But you just have to look at it. Am I, how am I trending? How am I, and what does this mean? I think it's just asking the right questions to your point earlier of not just looking at why did this happen or what does this mean for me today? It should be, okay, does that make me happy or not? Like, am I moving toward my goal or away from it? And then what can I do to change that if that's not the right answer or not the answer you want? It's, truly the exact same thing that we do in coaching or in anything else. Like if you're a coach listening to this, it's like flip your own script back on yourself and in the context of that number go, hmm, what would I change about my behavior? What could I have changed about my behavior that would have changed that? Mm. Or what can I change tomorrow that will positively affect that? And it's just really having that relationship with those numbers where you can distance yourself from the measurement of it on your self-worth, but look at it as a indicator of the next plot point on your journey and going, do I need to make a turn? Mm. It doesn't mean you're going the wrong way. It's just like, this is the path we're going down. Now we have to go to the next one and where will the next one be? So I think it has to be forward looking and not try to dwell on the past of it, learn from it and move on. I think that we can all get really caught up in all these different things and metrics Mm -hmm. and followers and dollars and all this stuff. But like at the end of the day, these are just indicators of what direction you're moving in. Hmm. I think that is absolutely huge. Like to be able to look at it and go, okay, this is really powerful for me to know where I'm at because the more that you avoid, you actually, I actually feel myself leaking that power. Like I'm like, mm. it's a, a feeling of fear. And at least when you know, at least when you look, you can be like, okay, don't love it, but I'm not scared of it anymore. And I do think mm. that the awareness, even if you don't like it at first, is a higher vibration feeling in a more empowering place than the fear and avoidance, like way more. And even if you don't like it, so I'll use myself as an example because I hate weighing myself, okay? Mm. So I'm literally, you guys with business numbers, I am with my weight. So it's the same thing where I'm like, I don't want to weigh myself. But if I look at it and I see I'm over 200 pounds, let's say, I'm like, okay, at least I know that. And now I'm going to do this like every week to see, because you know what? Because then if I lose weight, And again, weight loss isn't always the goal. Disclaimer, disclaimer, right? But like, let's say my goal is weight loss. And I go and I say, I want to weigh 180 from 200. And as I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, you know what? I will feel damn effing proud Mm -hmm. if I know I've lost 20 pounds. Like if I I have something to say, hey, I went from A to B. I knew where I started. I took that photo, right? That before Mm -hmm. photo. Don't be afraid to take your before photo. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to take your before photo and know that there's going to be an after photo because yeah. that's going to show the transformation and that's going to make you really proud and create momentum. You know, I think that's so important, whether it's, this is something that's not talked about a lot in, I think in business and in health and all the things, because that data, that first data, that first, you step on the scale, you see that number, you're like, okay, if we could just go off the data, what you would have to say is, okay, clearly the actions I'm taking right now are not the actions that are going to get me to the place that I want because here's where I'm at and this is not what I wanted. So it's an, it, all it is, is a, what you're currently doing is not working for what you want because mm-hmm. it's the definition of crazy, right? Or insanity, doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I have been in that place so many times because I wasn't willing to, one, look at the scale, look at my bank account, look at the data. And I spent years doing the same thing over and over again, somehow in my mind thinking that tomorrow would be different. And it's not. 
So to have the people, I'm telling you, if you do one thing, you get those people that you can look at it together and say, okay, what we're doing currently is not working. So here's the next plan. And I think that's what's so powerful about what you do is the plan. It's the plan because we can't come. Sometimes when we're so disempowered, we can't even come up with a plan of, we don't even know how to get out of it. We're just like, you know, I can give you the plan all day of how I'm going to spiral out and freak out, but I can't give you the plan of like how I'm going to feel empowered again. So you have to go to the people who understand how to put that plan together and have helped other people do it. So really this is a money mentor. Like it's a, a money mentor for your business, which I absolutely love. Okay. So I want to talk about, I know that you have a course, especially for people who maybe are like, ah, shit, I can't work with you yet. But with that said, let's talk a little bit about the course. So maybe we can give them so a little bit of value from the course. And then I also want to go into like how you go deeper in the course mm-hmm. and who that's for. Totally. So, okay. So here's, the, I designed this course for a very, very clear reason, which is that a lot of early stage entrepreneurs don't have access to this information. Like you didn't get a pamphlet when you started your business that was like, by the way, you need to go open a bank account. You need an LLC. You need this, you need that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and honestly, a lot of the information out there is very scattered and very like conflicting. So what I did was I put it into a linear way that like over X number of weeks, maybe it's three weeks in this order, like here's your first three weeks in business, right? Your first six weeks in business. However, oh, what, that pace, is you, awesome. what okay. pace you want to go through. And it's mostly toolkits and templates. Like there's a comparison chart to figure out which bank or credit card you should use. There's a checklist for your bookkeeping. That's like, Hey, you like, you don't have to hire it out, but someone's got to do it. And here's all the stuff you got to do. So if you don't want to do it, you hire it out. There's no third option. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's kind of like your checklist of here are your new responsibilities, business owner, in the pamphlet to say, here's the stuff that they don't tell you until you learn the hard way. And most people listening probably go, yeah, I learned that the hard way. I learned it by mistake. I learned it because I got a big tax bill or because I hired someone and they asked me about this and I had no idea. Like we learn everything accidentally. And I just decided, enough is enough. I want to put something out there that's going to take them through their first few months in business from a financial standpoint. So that's exactly what it is. It's called Business Financial Quick Starter. I call it BFQ. And uh, and it basically walks you through, let's see, the modules are basically the entity setup, EIN, getting an EIN, a bank account and credit card, setting up your payment systems, and then doing basic bookkeeping and the untaxed dedu- there's an entire tax deduction guide in there on like what can you deduct in your business what how should you be recording everything and then on the back end there's actually the option to do a call with me if they want to go deeper so we can implement everything and get some expert advice and answer questions so mm-hmm. it's it's really designed to be that that one-stop shop why did you create it was it like were you just seeing the same thing over and over again i know that uh, well what's so cool about you Shannon is you've been in rooms with so many entrepreneurs, like you've been in some of our rooms, you know, that we have different groups that we've taught into with tons of different entrepreneurs. And I feel Mm -hmm. like you're always one of the most popular people in there because people are like, wait, 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 I need to learn from you. Okay, wait, what am I missing? Am I doing it right? Because something that I saw when you would be, you know, on our, our different Zoom calls and things like that was, People wanting to know from you, they have a lot of fear around if they're doing it right, if they're going to get in trouble. Like that's a big stressor. That that was a huge stressor for me. I was like, okay, I've made money, but now I'm like freaked out. Like, am I doing something wrong? Am I- They think I go to jail. Yeah. I'm like, why would you go to jail? And they're like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Am I supposed to be paying something I don't know about? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. Tell me some of those things that you've seen in those groups where you're like, "Oh oh my God, I just need to get in here and help people with this. Oh my God. Like every one of them, like three years, three years. I was in, I was in fast foundations with Mm -hmm. you guys for like three rounds, every one of those. And then I worked with Jess Glazer for now 13 of her cycles, 13 classes of her business coaching. And the same questions come up and I do a Q and A with them every single cycle. And it's the same questions. Mm -hmm. And I just, I accumulated like the FAQs and my, my popular podcast episodes and the stuff people kept asking me in my community. And I just said, you know what? And I built a version of this before, but we just like kicked it into gear this year. And I said, I know exactly what they need to hear. And I know exactly how much they want to hear me talk, which is no more than 90 minutes total. So Mm -hmm. it's, we don't need to be teaching accounting. We're not going to make you an accountant. I just want to equip you with enough to know and like take the blindfold off just Mm -hmm. so that you're aware of a couple of key terms, a couple of things you need to know as a new entrepreneur, because if you don't know these things, then you won't unlock next level stuff. You won't, these strategies you're hearing about on TikTok and Instagram and all this stuff, you will not be able to do that if you don't have these basics down. 
So you mm-hmm. have to be able to like plank before you can push up. You can, all that type of stuff. We got to make sure your form is good and then you can go play in all the advanced stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing is I heard all these entrepreneurs in these communities asking questions and they were very, very good questions. Like, but what I was realizing through the course of hearing this is, wow, no one's taught this. Mm. Like they don't know this. And I was lucky enough to be taught this very, very young. My dad was a CPA and I learned a lot of this when I was 12, 13, 14 years old. Mm. Like instead of, getting a toy, instead of getting a toy from Toys R Us, I got a stock in Toys R Us. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh yeah. My dad was like, I'll buy you a piece of the whole store. I was like, yeah. cool. And then I was, oh, that's what that oh, is. Oh, that's so a I, horrible present and so amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I, so amazing to 30-year-old Shannon, but like to 12-year-old, oh, exactly. I was like, this is bullshit. This is a bunch of crap. Yes. I know. So I, I basically, yeah, I just decided that when I learned this when I was younger, this is why I use analogies, metaphors, and stories because I said, this is how I learned it because my dad had to Sesame Street it to me. So I got to <laughs> find a way to Sesame Street it to them. But it works because this is a language we all speak and I don't get paid to sound smart. I don't care if I sound smart. Some other people care if they do. And I'm going, I just care that you get it. Yeah. And no matter how smart I try to sound, if you're not getting it, then I'm not doing my job. It's so true. If they're not getting it, like I've been with people where I'm like, oh my God, I actually feel really disempowered. And I didn't actually like how I felt around that person because I felt that way. Like you have to have that space to feel like you can ask anything or Ask any question. No judgment. Ugh, no no judgment. judgment. Yes. Okay. So you've got like this incredible offer that you're going to be offering everybody who's listening, which I'm so excited about you guys. This is why I wanted to have her on is because she is going to give you such a amazing offer for anybody who's feeling like maybe you can't hire her, but you're really like floundering or you don't want to feel disempowered around your numbers yeah. anymore. So this is like the most insane offer. <laughs> so you can get BFQ. So anyone who listens to Earn Your Happy, you're an extension of the Keep What You Earn family. We literally share a word in our <laughs> titles. Do. So as as extensions of my family, as as Earn Your Happy listeners, which I am one of you as well, <laughs> I would love to offer you $50 off with code Lori. It's keepwhatyouearn.com slash Lori. And you can get a copy of the Business Financial Quick Starter, which is normally only $1.99. You guys like Come on. It's only $199 to get the access to that. And then we're going to knock 50 off because I just want to get this in more people's hands. It's less about making the money. It's more about just having a generation of better business owners. I love that. And you guys, if you really want to kick off your year, you know, in a way that you have a great foundation, this is such a great way to do it. I mean, if you have friends who are business owners, do it together. Like do it so that it's different than what you think it looks like. It can be different than what we used to think it looked like. It can feel very different. It can actually feel fun. Like this stuff, even though sometimes I get a little nervous around it, it actually ends up feeling really fun. And even after every single meeting that I have or conversation, I feel so empowered and so much better because I have a plan and a direction. And I think that's what really makes us feel super empowered, right? Is that plan, that direction, demystifying things that you're worried about. Like we're walking around worried for no reason. Like we could just look at it with somebody. We could just learn from somebody and feel so much better. So before we end, I also just have a question for you because it's like, I think what you're doing, you know, you guys have been listening to this from the standpoint of, oh my gosh, she's the financial expert. She's this incredible CPA. But I want to take a second to like stand in another spot, like another perspective. And, you know, when you were in Fast Foundations for all that all of those rounds, it was kind of like we were, we were looking at ways to build businesses, especially around unique businesses, or maybe let's just be honest, boring businesses, like that people may not think are sexy, right? Like maybe Mm -hmm. they don't feel the help right away, or you can't market it in, in a super sexy way. And I just want to like have everybody listening go, oh my God, I just listened to a financial podcast from a CPA that was totally entertaining, that made me feel excited, drawn in, empowered. And I want you guys to look at your business and say, okay, it doesn't matter what it is. Like you've created a podcast off of it. That's crushing it. Oh my God. It's amazing. An epic podcast, an incredible brand. You get to work with people you love and it didn't start out this way. Like you have put in the time and effort. So can you just give us like a a minute rundown of kind Mm -hmm. of what you think? How did you get to where you are right now? Oh my God. Because I realized that no matter what you do and no matter what you do for other people, if you can build trust and people trust you to guide them, that that's the whole game. 
So I'm not selling information. I'm not doing any of this stuff. I'm not just trying to preach at people. I'm not talking at people. I just want you to trust me that I'm going to guide you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And the the whole, whole the whole thing with the podcast was, let me just put what I need to say to everyone out there, the advice I want to give and see if people will receive it. And I'm so grateful that like, we just crossed a hundred thousand downloads this year, insanity. And it's grown so much. We're not doing five a week and people are fans of it. And I just never thought, it still blows my mind, Lori, that people electively listen to an accountant on their morning walk or <laughs> at the gym or whatever. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm in your ear and you actually enjoy it. But I'm sure you think that all the time too. It's like, you I like do. this? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> really? You came back? So, Weird. Yeah. But you know, it's been so cool because people have, have come back to me and said, this stuff is so not approachable. And then I hear you talk about it and I'm like, oh, I get it. And, and I realize that that's what I'm, I'm here to do and how I'm going to serve. So I'd say if you run a business where you're like, this isn't the traditional thing, or, you know, this isn't how I've always done it in my career and go, exactly, Mm. (laughs) exactly. Mm -hmm. You have to do it your way. You have to just show up in your way authentically. And if you want to, you know, like for me, if you want to have like a a podcast talking about accounting where I swear on occasion, Mm -hmm. then go for it. Like, why not just be you and show up? Mm, I love that so much. Okay, where do we go? Where do we go if we want this? Anywhere you get your podcast. We are now on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. Keep what you earn. Pretty simple. Keep what you earn. You can find it anywhere you get podcasts. And on top of that, you'll see links in the show notes, but we also have a community of listeners where you can ask questions and we do Mm. one call a month. So I actually have a live podcast recording every single month with people in the room and you can ask me questions after. So I'd love to see you there. Oh my God, that's so fun. I'm literally like, oh my God, what a great idea. Maybe we'll do that. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. So Live much. studio recording. It's so fun. It's like Conan. Oh, fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. Okay. We might see that on here. Okay. And how about to get your business financial quick starter? Oh, absolutely. It's keepwhatyouearn.com slash Lori. Use code Lori for $50 off. Pretty memorable. I think you'll get it, but we'll make sure it's in the show notes too, right? Yep. It's all in the show notes, you guys. Excellent. And Thank you so much for making this so fun. Truly. It's, I think some of the most fun things come from the most scary or boring things, (laughs) truly, when you can feel empowered because it is, it's growth, right? It's really big growth. And this is something to be able to grow with someone always feels really good. And just it's, you guys, it's, it's how your business grows. There's no way around it. There is no way around it. So, all right. Sending you guys so much love and thank you so much for coming on. And you guys, one of the biggest things that we can do for our guests, number one is obviously if you want to go buy your stuff, like literally go buy your stuff. Number two is to, let her know what your biggest takeaway was. Like it's, it's huge to know that, you know, all of this information that she is putting out into the world and on this show that it's resonating with you. So give her a tag on Instagram. Shannon, what's your Instagram? At Shannon K Weinstein on Instagram. Okay. And you give tons of amazing info there too. So go follow her on Instagram, but give her a shout out. Let her know what your biggest takeaway was from this. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. 
That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up With Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.